Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We'll call this one uh, a next a flight from hell. Maybe it's almost a misunderstanding. But clearly something happened. Ellen uh, Fleming was flying from B.C. to New Brunswick in August. This is a trip, of course, marred with the usual headaches and delays and cancellations that go along with traveling. But it really wasn't until the 71-year-old boarded the final leg of her trip home in Toronto where the real problems started. Ellen says that's when, you know, during the flight, she stuck her hand, you know, you could put it in the back of that seat so you can put stuff, you know. And her hand goes into this kind of gooey, leftover garbage from before. So she asks the flight attendant, you know, can you give me a hand or I need to get this cleaned up. And the next thing you know, she's being yelled at. She's getting in trouble by the air travel steward. You know, threatened. And then all of a sudden the flight's being turned around. She gets kicked off. Well, then her husband and uh, grandkids. And a lifetime travel ban? Like, are you kidding what on earth could she have done? Let's ask. Ellen Fleming joins us now. She is back home in New Brunswick, but here is her story. She joins us. Ellen, this has been quite an adventure with uh, Air Canada. Not necessarily a good one. I'm surprised that it had to go this far in order, um, you know, to to go this far. Why? What, what elevated this? I don't know. I really, really don't know this flight attendant, uh, you can't say he was having a bad day. It, it, it was just uh, he, there was something going on with him and, with attitude and uh, left us reeling for sure. What was your experience? I mean, you asked the gentleman to take the garbage, you got goo all over your hand or whatever it was, clearly you need to clean it up. And would it and should it have been as simple as him saying, thank you, I'll look into this? Or was there something about your approach that made him react like this? I can't imagine. We did had done the same thing on the flight from Kelowna to Toronto. So had garbage in his pouch and he asked the flight attendant to, to take the garbage. And she went off, got rubber gloves and came and thanked him and took the garbage away and I expected that would be the same and this I might not have said anything if it hadn't been wet garbage but I just wanted to put my water bottle in the pouch and it was wet something wet in there (laughs) and I didn't like it so I just simply asked him could you take the the garbage out of the pocket for me and he just pulled himself up to his full height and said I'm a flight attendant I don't do garbage and and it, it happened twice. I asked him again, and, and I said, but it's wet. I I just want to put my water bottle in. And he just repeated the same thing. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, you're not a big woman. I've seen your body. I've seen what you look like. I can't imagine that you would be such a problem passenger that this thing could not have been uh, resolved at that moment. But they turned the whole plane around? I mean, it seems to me this is such an overreaction, unless I'm missing something. Well, I guess we 
wondered what we had missed as well because we we couldn't get our head heads around it either. Uh, I when the cart came down and I thought, well, I'll just put the garbage into that pouch or that that that, that container that's on the cart. Uh, he, he he wiped my hand away, he mm-hmm. just banged my hand away, and and uh, the garbage came flying off all over the floor. So it, you know why? I, I don't know. I I really don't know. He and then he disappeared and came back wanting to talk to me, and I said no. I just I'm just going to de-escalate here, and I t- I turned my face away and closed my eyes. And uh, I, I usually get along pretty good with people, and I can communicate my needs quite well, but um, not with this guy. Air Canada denies that this happened, and they'll pose, you know, they'll suggest that they're doing an investigation into it. But there have been other witnesses who've come forward and actually verify that you were not aggressive. That's right. Yes. So was there a sense of shock from the people around you that this was going on? Well, I remember hearing um, at one point when the police officers came on board and one was standing just at my shoulder and the other was standing right in front of me by the seat next uh, in front. And I heard a woman behind us, one of the two witnesses, I don't know which one it was, but one of them said, she's done nothing wrong to the police officers. And um, so I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it was obvious to everyone around that uh, that we hadn't done anything wrong in their eyes and and uh it, i hadn't raised my voice I, we were tired mm-hmm. we'd spent the night the the night before sitting up in the in the airport and uh we just were sitting there quiet and the boys our grandsons were were sleeping and uh, i just simply asked him to take the garbage away and that this was the result and it was it just leaves us horrified it leaves us just uh, flabbergasted with the whole thing well because you had to get off that plane your family then has to fly off on their own and where is it now have you heard anything from air canada no i i wrote to air canada with a pipeta the, the privacy information request and uh and asked for the report and i got one page letter back and in that they said I had exhibited aggressive behavior and I kicked the flight attendant and whatever else there were three things and and uh, they were just all total lies total lies and so where do you want this to go now I mean there's no question that they have to make sure air safety is priority number one they have to have some discretion for that but you know, from the reports we're seeing and what the witnesses are saying, it sounds to me that there was some kind of miscommunication and it wasn't handled properly, but this has left you shaken. Yes. Where yes. does this go next? Well, we're just taking it a step at a time. We really appreciate Gabor Lucas' uh, guidance and help in this with our passenger rights. And uh, we're trying to get information back from the police. I got a report from them, but it was half redacted. There was very little in that, and there were some mistakes in it. And uh, so I, I really don't know. I, I want to see some accountability with Air Canada, with uh, flight attendants and the pilot. Uh, you know, pilots apparently can come back and arrest the passenger. Mm-hmm. Well, why didn't the pilot come back and talk, speak to us? And maybe we could have straightened things out right then and there. Uh, but Air, Air Canada... Uh, uh, people, uh, uh, the service agents and this this flight attendant, they've all lied 
about what's going on. Uh, they lied to me when they took me inside the airport, and uh, I told my side of the story, and the service agent said, here's a ticket to Halifax, uh, go upstairs and get a boarding pass. And when I went upstairs to get the boarding pass, they told me I would never fly Air Canada again. So, you know, I, I don't know they've got to get their act together, and I'd like to see some accountability in Air Canada, in the corporation, but with Canadian citizens. And so Mark Garneau has some work to do, I think, with well, his legislation. You're in a bit of a David versus Goliath fight, but I think in this day and age, you know, security is priority number one, but at the same time, I think a lot of passengers like yourself feel like you don't have a lot of power at the end of the day. No. Well, the police told me when I talked to them one day on the phone three weeks ago uh, looking for the information, he said, Ellen, do you remember what I told you at the airport? And he said, I told you that you don't have any power. Yeah. They have all the power. And that, so that says it all, eh? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's uh, strange when a little bit of media attention is shown on something. Sometimes you get different results. So we'll follow your journey, see where it takes you, and I thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you, Alex. I hope something comes of it, yes. Me too. That is Ellen Fleming. By the way, she's a retired minister. So as if this woman... <laughs> It's really hard for me to think that she's that much trouble that you have to turn a whole airliner around. I mean, really? Come on. Do better, guys. I mean, not every complaint needs to become a story, but this is ridiculous. Tear on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.